Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. I am here with Father Jay Horning from St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church in Fort Wayne for Flavor of the Week, Part 3. We've been trying some fish sandwiches, and uh, Flavor of the Week is brought to you by Banditos. As far as I know, they don't have a fish sandwich, so we've went to other restaurants. They've been kind enough. They said, that's okay. We just want to sponsor Flavor of the Week. You nice. can do whatever you want. So thank you to Banditos for your generosity, and we've been doing some fast food fish sandwiches. Fish on the go for Lent. Yeah. <laughs> and so far, they've all been tasty. Yeah. Doable. Just feeling this. This is another... Like, oh, wow. It's a solid it's sandwich. So, it's a large... They've not been skimpy. No. Oh, my. It's coming off yeah. the sides. This one's got the uh, sesame seed bun. Those are always fun. How do you feel about that? I like sesame seeds. What uh, would be your bread or bun of choice? Oh, man. Um, like if you were making a sandwich at home. Oh, well, if I was making it at home, I'd, I'd just go with a whole grain bread. Okay. But if I could have any type of bun, pretzel bun. Pretzel bun. Yeah. Those are uh. delicious. So when you make that with uh, with ham and like a, not even a Reuben, but just a, okay. a warmed up ham and some other meats in there, mm-hmm. it's delicious. It does sound good. Yeah. All right. Well, let me... Uh, your cross-section view. Yeah, we'll take some pictures. You can always look at our social media here whenever we post these after the fact for a picture. These are all very photogenic sandwiches. We could probably sell them back to the company. Uh-huh. So we got fish, lettuce, bun. Okay. <laughs> does this one have a, a dressing on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, actually, this looks like a more of a like an orange dressing of some sort. I taste Dijon mustard. I think okay, a little less mayonnaise and a little more mustardy. Yeah. Hmm. Thick fish. How do you feel about that flavor? It's zingy. Mm-hmm. It's different. I like it. It's like. Having the pickle without a pickle. Yeah. Because that first one, you have the tartar and the pickle. I like it. I think, and there's a little there's a little kick at the end now. I got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. No. If I had a pick from the... I can't imagine anybody being offended by it being too spicy. No, no. But a little bit of... It's if I had a pick from the bland. three, I think I'd go with this one. I just, I like that little kick. I do too. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think we got one that jumped. It jumped the lead. <laughs> the jumping fish. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Speaking of jumping. Yeah. <laughs> how did you ever learn to do backflips or front flip? Which, which direction do you go? Back. Okay. The front ones scare me still. <laughs> well, I always thought in my head I could do this. I always had the idea that I could do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just never had anyone teach me how to do it. So when I showed up to Bishop Dwanger over the summertime, I was getting to meet the different teams that were there and the different groups that were there. I ran into the cheerleaders. and Wait a minute. How long ago? Uh, September. So this is a very newly found skill. It I think this is something you've been doing your whole life or no, something. No, I just figured it out last September. Wow. Okay. 
Continue. So, so I would go in there, and the really cool thing was the juniors and seniors that are there, I met when they were 7th and 8th graders at St. Charles, when I did a summer assignment at St. Charles. Oh, okay. And in, at St. Charles, I would do handstands in the hallway. So they all remember this. Okay. And one of the students says, hey, Father Jay, can you still do a handstand? So I do a handstand across the mat, and I do a competition with one of the girls. All right, pause. Where did you start doing handstands? In high school, in the wrestling room. Yeah. <laughs> so doing the handstands, and they record, and they put it up on their social media thing. But I said, you know, I'd really love to learn how to do a backflip. And so they spotted me and helped me learn how to do a backflip. Uh-huh. And that's where I learned. How long did it take you? I mean, I landed it the first time. With a spotter? Yeah. Giving you a little extra boost or just... They actually didn't touch me the first time. Okay. On the third one, they had to help me through. I was probably a little tired, uh-huh. having never done it before. <laughs> I have a horrible story of doing backflips. What happened? I was on a beach, and I thought, too, that I could learn to do a backflip. In your mind, I just, you're like, yeah, I can do this. All I have to do is have somebody show me Rotate. how. Rotate. And so I had somebody spy me, and they were just giving me a little tap each mm-hmm. time. And they said, you know what? I think... You're just not going all the way over because you know you're going to get the tap. Just give a little extra boost. Mm. And there was a little bit of a ledge. This is on the beach. There's okay. a little bit of a sand, a uh, little ledge that I was... So I had a little advantage. Sure. Uh, but also the sand gives a little bit, so you don't have quite you the same... You don't get enough push, push off. So they back off a little bit, and I just give it my all, or what I thought was my all. I landed on my head, oh. and my knees came and cracked me in the face. Oh, no. Gave me a fat lip. I was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> Haven't tried since. Well, so I would do this at the football games. I would do this at different events. And I always had the spots there just for my safety. Like They didn't really have to help me, but it just made me feel better. Well, we had the winter dance in December, and I got into a dance-off with one of the kids. <laughs> and I thought to myself, how do I end this? Yeah. Do a backflip. Because uh-huh. they're always yelling, do a backflip. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do it. So uh-huh. <laughs> mind you, all the times I've done this have been on a track or on grass or places that kind of give me a little more push. Uh-huh. I'm on a hard dance floor Yeah. in my dress shoes Ooh boy. that have no traction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going for it. And I do it. And I just smash my face into the ground. I'm like rotate, rotate, my feet hit, and then they slip out, and I go, mm-hmm. boom. I try to pop right up, and they're like, you can hear this hush. <gasps> I'm like, it's fine, keep going, keep going. They're like, you're bleeding. I'm like, it's fine, <laughs> keep going. Well, that video got around uh-huh. pretty quick. <laughs> oh, so now just about all the students at Joinger know about that. Uh-huh. Like, Do a backflip. <laughs> so I've done one since. Yeah. I got over the fear. but Even in the dress shoes? No, I, I stick to my, my rubbery shoes now. Okay. <laughs> the next adventure is the round-off back handspring. Oh. Which apparently that's supposed to be easier than just a back tuck. Uh-huh. I don't know. Have you tried it yet? No. Okay. I'm waiting for the cheerleaders to help me out. All right. Well, I'm kind of curious if you can make a transition for us from that into our identity in Christ. Oh, easy. So, okay. so sometimes we think our identity is rooted in our physical appearance, mm-hmm. our mental attitude, yes. our attributes, okay. our accomplishments, or our failures. Mm. But it's really not. My identity is not rooted in the fact that I can do a backflip or that I've smashed my face on the ground. Yeah, My identity is rooted in the fact that I'm a child of God, <sighs> baptized in his image. We put so much emphasis in how we look. Like, okay, I'm a five foot five, redheaded, left-handed ginger. <laughs> who wears glasses. Like, I love being a ginger. Yeah. I love being short. Uh-huh. 
I love being left-handed. Yeah. None of that matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> my hair has the great potential of falling out because both my grandparents are bald. There you go. <laughs> I could join the club. I could wind up breaking my my left hand someday. Never broken a bone, thank you. But uh-huh. I could break it and have to use my right hand. Yeah. All right. So those physical things that we put so much emphasis into. I'm five five. I'm probably gonna get shorter because you shrink as you get older. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but those those are so temporary. Mm-hmm. When we die. And we were men with our glorified body. I mean, who cares right. what, we, what we had or didn't have? Same with our mental attitude. We can think that we're the most outgoing person. We could be the biggest introvert. We can be like the class clown. We can have these moments of depression and anxiety. But again, those are so fleeting because it's based off of emotion. It's based off of how we perceive ourselves. And they don't hold up in the end. Same for our attributes, our accomplishments, our failures. Who cares what we did in high school, what we did in college? I mean, what's the legacy we want to leave behind comes down to really our faith. So whether or not my name is remembered forever means nothing, but the fact that I know I'm a son of God, beloved son, made in his image, made for a purpose, that's where I put all my stock. Right. That's where Jesus put his stock. We see that in the the reality of the Samaritan woman. She is met by Jesus at the well and and her whole relationship with him in that course of time goes from Jew to Sir to Lord to Messiah. Mm. And you see this transformation of her reality of recognizing who Jesus is because he sees her as a beloved daughter, not as the sinner who goes out there at the middle of the day. Yeah. So whatever we're holding on to, whatever we, we try to retain, our sins especially, our sins don't define us. Mm-hmm. What defines us is our baptism, our relationship with God, the fact that we are beloved sons and daughters made for a unique purpose. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit in our confirmation. We're fed and filled by him in the Eucharist. We're forgiven by him in reconciliation. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of identity. Well, it's interesting that you talk about how it doesn't matter what we thought we accomplished in high school or college or something, because in the moment, it seems like it's all that matters. It's everything the, in the moment. Either pressure from parents or teachers or classmates or whatever to be a certain way, to perform a certain way, to have certain success in academics and athletics. And if you fail at any of those, you might feel like a failure. But right. now looking back at it, you can say it really wasn't that important if I won that tournament or not. It right. really has no profound impact on my life. Yeah. When you're losing that tournament, the question should be asked, did I grow or lose virtue? Mm. Did I become more gracious uh, or humble in that action? Yeah. My, my grades, those things that we can put tangible numbers to, yeah, have they helped me become more holy? Right. That's the question. If I'm getting those grades because I have to cheat, I'm not growing in holiness. Mm-hmm. So what kind of stock do I put into that? And then that's a question we need to ask society. Like, what do we really put stock into? And maybe we need to change what we put stock into. Maybe we need to be that change of recognizing that our identity is rooted in being beloved sons and daughters. Because if we can start there, if we can see ourselves that way, then it's going to be a lot easier to see that person across from us as a beloved son or daughter. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier to love that person in the midst of being upset at them. It's going to be a lot easier to want to bring love and charity into the world. So a challenge for us to view ourselves that way, 
how do we also instill that in our our children, our students, our grandchildren, our godchildren, to help them as they're going through, especially the difficult time of middle school, high school, college, to keep that focus? Yeah, so to begin with ourselves, to be able to see that within ourselves is critical, but then to give those affirmations. When when your child comes home and they get that C or that D, mm. and they're just bawling their eyes out, I mean, you set them down, you say, have you tr- given your best? Yeah. Yes, I failed still. Like, well, this doesn't define you as a failure. What defines you is that baptism that you received, and you remind them of that. Yeah. Same for the grandchildren, same for the, the godchildren. A godparent's greatest responsibility is to remind their godchild of when their baptismal date is, hmm. to throw the biggest party in the world on their baptismal day. I like that. So we want to walk with a person in those moments of perceived failure, perceived problems, perceived lacking, and to just be able to remind them. And again, that has to start with ourselves. So I tell a lot of people, somewhere on your bathroom mirror, a mirror you can look at, a piece of paper you can stick somewhere, you can look in the mirror, put, I'm a beloved child. Mm -hmm. So you can see that every day so that you know that, so that you can tell that to someone else. Yeah. And that's your identity. That's your identity. I love it. All right. Well, I want to see how this extends specifically to men and how we can see our identity as men, as participating in the church and and what our role is in that. So maybe we can save that for next time, Flavor of the Week Part 4, where we've got one more fish sandwich to try. What do you give this one here? You said this might be your favorite of the three so far? I'm going up to an eight for this one. All right. Eight, four, and yes. The zing, the 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 zest, the zestiness. I like it. All right. Well, our thanks to Banditos for underwriting Flavor of the Week. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Banditos. Thanks, Banditos.